0: Of course it is. Of course, course. yeah. Yeah.
1: Tiger King was 2020's Jersey Shore. Let's just be (laughs) real. Oh, I love the comparison.
0: (laughs) I'm definitely not watching it now.
1: What, Jersey Shore or Tiger King?
0: (laughs) Yes. The answer is (laughs) yes.
2: And thank you for joining us once again for the Guardians MH podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Goku, and with me uh, tonight we have Joe. Hey, what's going on? Nate. Hey. Alan. What's up? And Matt. Hey, hey. If you're joining us for the first time, uh, Guardians MH is a 501c3 nonprofit focused on promoting mental health awareness throughout the gaming community and in being a first step in assisting individuals with gathering meaningful resources in a safe and inclusive atmosphere. Our podcast is another way to normalize talking about mental health and is a fusion of mental health topics and gaming. Just so you know, the information presented in this podcast is of a general nature and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes. While many of the people here have some form of mental health training, they're not your mental health professional. This podcast is not a replacement for mental or physical care or for the diagnosis of any mental health illness or condition. So please join us in welcoming our guest tonight, Ms. 5,000
1: Watts.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Wicked excited. I think we all were actually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just a little.
3: (laughs) Well, thank you for inviting me. I I love what you guys are doing. And as soon as you showed me like, hey, this is what we do in the community. That was kind of a no brainer so thank you for inviting me awesome
2: appreciate it thank you for checking us out we for sure we're we're so humbled to see people really enjoying what we're doing and we try so very hard as a team to kind of always push the envelope to give more to the community to see if there are needs that haven't been filled and kind of give the resources to the people that
4: really need them at the time
3: yeah Mm -hmm. that's phenomenal love that
4: we're working on some really great things right now we can't we want to talk about them so bad? Yeah, we, so but, we so
2: want to talk about. It. But <laughs> we we're do. working
4: with some other great organizations. But we'll be talking real soon about it. So uh, we'll
2: definitely. Yeah, I think we're supposed to launch early 2021.
1: Yeah, right?
4: December, January, right in there.
0: I
1: mean, now we're just teasing people. We can't. Do we that. are. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> do, that's to. not
4: allowed. That's not allowed. We're going to.
1: That's not allowed. It's <laughs> <laughs> not
2: allowed.
4: Yeah, we'll move on from there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So would you please tell us a little
2: bit about who you are and what you do?
3: Yeah. So uh, I stream on Twitch. I've been streaming for almost six years. Um, I kind of started off with YouTube, though. I started doing YouTube with Call of Duty like nine years ago or something like that. Um, And then I kind of... Which Call of Duty was that? Uh, I think it was Black Ops 1 was the first one that I really made content on was black ops uh,
1: Oh, that takes me back.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was my favorite one. It was good. I liked that one a lot. Oh,
1: that's when I was full rage mode. <laughs> like that's when I would Dark yell text. throw the yeah, it was throw throw yeah. the controller, who's camping? Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, but yeah, I started doing Call of Duty and then it was actually Pope Bear who created, you know, our podcast over at DCP. Um, and he yeah. was like, you should just stream. Like just just do some streaming. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll try it out. And I've kind of haven't looked back since because it's just so much fun. There's YouTube is great and it's a nice creative outlet for stuff that maybe you want to share or create. But Twitch is something really special and that you can kind of have these adventures in games with other people which has been been a really awesome experience. And just getting to know people, you know, like I genuinely feel a lot of happiness when people say hi and it's like, oh, hey, it's you, how's things going? You just got a promotion and sharing and all that happiness that people experience is is really good. Um, So now I'm just streaming like five days a week and I'm on the DCP podcast on our Destiny one and also on our other one where we just talk about a bunch of stuff. (laughs) That's kind of what I do. That's basically it.
5: Now, I've, I've really been enjoying the side quests. That, that's been yeah, a fun Yeah, side quests are, are really good. Yeah.
3: Oh, I'm glad you're enjoying mm-hmm.
2: them. So. Uh, We're I've all been fans. I mean, I've been following DCP yeah. since the Planet Destiny days.
3: Yeah. That's been a, we've we've known each other for way too long. <laughs> like, that podcast has <laughs> been around forever. It's kind of just fell together as well. It was yeah. not really planned. It was like, hey, Tefty's making videos for Planet Destiny. Come do a podcast thing. And, you know, Patrick's doing the same thing. And everyone just kind of fell together. And it really worked out.
2: Yeah, It's, it's awesome. kind of been a staple for the Destiny community as a whole. Kind of that yeah. lingering podcast <laughs> that everyone kind of Can't knows of. about.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, It's that's why when we left Planet Destiny to do our own thing, we were like, what do we call ourselves? And it was like the Destiny Community Podcast because we really wanted it to be about maybe bringing in new people that you haven't heard of yet or creators that are just getting involved in stuff. We're bringing in artists and people who make music in the community to really make it like a show that is about the overall community as well as just Destiny News. And that's kind of what we've tried to stick with is like, it's all about the community because with destiny, one of the best things about destiny is the community.
2: Oh, I have to agree with you there. It's brought in so many people together. Yeah. It's made countless amount of friendships. Uh, It's the community has kind of been what has been driving the game. In my opinion, the game is amazing, but the community is really what's made it so great.
1: So I'm not, I I was never new to Destiny the game. I always played it since it launched. I am fairly new to the community aspect of it. Probably January, realistically. Yeah, I never really. He's a kindergartner. I am. (laughs) am. Kindergarten. Yeah. Right, right. Somehow 30 still means kindergarten, Joe.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Depending on the term and meaning.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay
1: why you got to age shame <laughs> he, he he started it no i'm joking um so but it, from from what i've seen since since i've been here this community is one of the best that i have seen and very happy to be a part of it i i think it's really unique because a lot of great things
4: come from this community and everybody definitely made a great point on it and a lot of great things have come out of the community as well uh our nonprofit, for one, we're just one organization, just one piece of what came out of it. There's so many more that I I don't want to start listening because I know I'll miss somebody and I'll get a message from somebody going, "Hey, you didn't mention us and this and that." <laughs> Everybody does phenomenal stuff, and there's so much passion and heart throughout the community. It's really amazing, it truly is.
3: Destiny, you know, I was doing YouTube and stuff before Destiny, but Destiny is what really kind of made me find my place doing stuff on this internet. So it's, yeah, Destiny really did all of that for me. It brought me like all of my friends and it's kind of the catalyst for everything. And I think a big part of why the community is so great is because the Destiny community has been involved with charity kind of from the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. there's just like mm-hmm. a normal
3: thing that every year the whole Destiny community has this huge push for St. Jude and raising millions of dollars. And then from that, there spans so many other people doing their own little individual things with with charity. And it's such an integral part of the Destiny community that I think that is another thing that's really made it to where Destiny is a great community be, to be a part of.
4: Can't agree more. Now, uh, you touched on it a couple times. Uh, you began streaming really on YouTube. What I've never streamed on YouTube before, so I've never really had the opportunity to ask somebody what the difference is. Like, is it more difficult? Is it uh, is Twitch like a, a more user friendly platform kind of similar to like how Streamlabs integrates and stuff like that. Is it just more user friendly?
3: Well, I never, I've never streamed on YouTube. I actually don't think YouTube even had an option of streaming. Oh <laughs> when, yeah. Oh yeah. When, back back then, then. I don't yeah. think that was even an option from, so, but, but I guess I can speak on like when I look at where I want to stream, why I'm on Twitch or like, why wouldn't I move to YouTube or something like that? And from YouTube, the chat seems kind of difficult to to really engage with Mm -hmm. when I look at it. and, And I'm, you know, I've watched streams on YouTube quite frequently and I'm like, I don't really know what's happening in the chat. It looks it just looks a little messy. I think. YouTube's definitely the place to be for VODs, right? Like if you upload a video, that's the place to go. The search engine is great. Twitch, I think, just does a really nice job with all of the things that they've integrated and with the chat. Um, I think the chat experience is probably the best on Twitch Mm -hmm. from what I've seen.
2: Because it brings in so many people where they can just congregate in one place where they know they have this community that hopefully all like the same thing. They like the streamer, the game that they're playing. They know that they, I can kind of hearken it to people saying after work, I'm going to the bar with my friends and we're just going to go hang out.
3: Yeah. Uh, That's that's like a lot of it for me. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, in the evening when I'm not streaming, I'm hanging out in someone's stream while I'm cooking or, you know, when I'm just hanging out or even when I'm playing games in the evening off stream I'll have someone stream in the background and kind of hanging out and talking to people it's just it's a really good thing with feeling like you're around people and you're hanging out while being on your own yeah just for a long
2: time games were yeah were these solo experiences these story driven games where you were just playing it by yourself and then you had the multiplayer aspect but now you can kind of combine the solo, and the community while playing a game and experiencing the story with a whole bunch
5: of people.
3: Exactly. Yeah, that's what I love about it. There's so many games that are being played as a solo experience for a lot of people, but Twitch kind of makes it that very social experience. Because, you know, hey, uh, you know, which characters have you got? Where are you at in the story? What's your build looking like? It's, mm-hmm. You can always talk about that kind of thing even though you're playing separate games.
1: No, absolutely. I think uh, the the one that comes to mind when I hear that you know when Horizon Zero Dawn came out, yeah. everybody was oh, playing. So good, that. still new list. Um, but it was just one of those single player games that was being streamed on Twitch, and it wasn't a single player game anymore. It was everybody's joining in, watching, talking about this part, how to do this, things like that. You know, so absolutely, we went from a single player to hundreds of people joining in the fun.
2: Because I remember when Horizon Zero Dawn came out, I played the entirety of it without looking at anyone just because I wanted to experience the story. But after I was done, I went back and watched a variety of people's uh, just videos, so those those streams. Mainly I watched uh, Tefti's uh, kind of playthrough of yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. And I loved it. Just seeing someone else experience the game and interacting with the chat of them seeing what he was experiencing was so different of seeing someone else experience the things that I have experienced.
3: Yeah, I do the same thing with, with Tefty's stream specifically because he streams in the evening and I stream in the day. So if we're playing the same game, I've normally started you know, like seven hours before him so mm-hmm. then I can watch his stream in the evening. He's doing exactly what I just did and I get to experience it all over again with the, with his chat and him seeing things for the first time. And I really enjoy that. I love watching people play games that I've already played and then kind of seeing how they react to, to stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a good time.
2: There's a psychological aspect to it without going psychology nerd on everything (laughs) but we like to see people experience the things that bring us joy
3: yeah that totally Mm -hmm. one of the
2: reasons why we give gifts and the older you get certainly being a parent from receiving the gift of being so overjoyed of getting the gift and now being the one giving the gift to the child seeing my kid's face when he opens something is the best feeling in the world
3: yeah yeah, that, that makes total sense. It's definitely, I like giving things to my nephews, right? Seeing how happy they are. So I, I remember being that kid and being so happy that someone bought me the thing that I was really excited about. And then giving that experience to someone else, knowing how much that meant to me mm-hmm. is, yeah, that make, makes it really happy. So it makes sense that you do that with watching streams. It's like, oh, this part was really cool. I can't wait to see what they think of it.
1: Yeah,
2: it's sharing that connection and that interaction with, with people so humans are social creatures we thrive on these interactions and seeing someone have that experience brings us closer
1: together absolutely it's almost like what's how you know how are they going to react when they get to this part or because mm-hmm. i reacted like this i want to see how they would react it it's it really is it's it's that connection and people are starved for that right now unfortunately mm-hmm. so me outlets like this are becoming more and more popular and more and more needed in a sense. So yeah. Well, um piggybacking on that
2: Matt, with COVID, Watts, have you seen kind of an uptick of people coming into to your stream with COVID, of people kind of wanting to create these connections?
3: Uh I think so. Yeah. I've I've seen people that maybe you know, they were able to pop in the stream every now and then, but they weren't able to be there during my regular schedule. Whereas now they're kind of able to stop by a lot more often because maybe mm-hmm. they're working from home and they kind of have you on the second monitor. Or they just kind of lurking in the background. Um, so I, I've definitely for sure seen that people are being around more frequently
1: yeah. than
3: they were before. Um And that's something that I think I've probably been watching more streams since all of COVID because I'm not going out and meeting up with friends and stuff like that. And it's, you know, I love watching YouTube. I love watching documentaries and stuff and TV shows. And I love watching Twitch, but I've been watching a lot more Twitch because it feels like all that other stuff is very lonely. It's a very solo Mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. But then when I'm in Twitch, it's like, oh, it's great. It kind of gets rid of that loneliness that you're feeling. So Twitch, I think, and streams in general, just whatever platform it is, have been really great for making people feel like they're connected something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think binging a, a full season of Stranger Things on Netflix has lost its appeal <laughs> because, yeah, now because we're much more lonely in a sense, whereas at least with a Twitch uh, stream, you're connecting with people. You're, again, and we go back to talking about community, you're yeah. with new friends, new family. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh Matt, that's why you watch Tiger King.
2: <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> the, I had to bring Carol Baskins in it somewhere.
1: <laughs> oh, the the nurses on that unit where I used to work <laughs> hated me. Because <laughs> I would just do Carol Baskin quotes. It's good times. I think there
4: was a <laughs> point in time this year where I think a majority of people were making carol baskin jokes daily. oh yeah like, it was uh, like all the time like, well, like <laughs> it's bringing people together
3: <laughs> yeah
1: my
4: stream just crashed carol baskin's <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's
1: carol baskin's fault yep, yep. but no well, um, She got a career out of it she's on dancing with the stars now that she is, is. <laughs> it's <laughs> and, amazing
4: everything coming out of that like she like people saying that she better dance to one of you know Joe Exotic songs i'm just saying right now or <laughs> actually i've been following like what's going on with the zoo you know and they actually just lost like it just got taken away the state just took it over
3: oh i didn't know um, that well yeah
4: it was just like last week it was in the news but it's it's one of those things where it just like you see anything mentioned with tiger king you're like hmm cuz that was just <laughs> a train wreck right there and uh such good tv but i don't want to uh drag that derail. tiger king out I, yeah I oh think, yeah
1: i think good tv is a stretch though
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I trash TV,
3: but you love it because it's trash right right <laughs> tiger i mean king. jerry
4: springer got a career out of you know his and yeah. that was just cringeworthy tiger hey, king. apparently
2: they're making a movie out of it and it apparently is going to start nicholas cage of course Stop. it is of course, of course, it it is. course. yeah
1: yeah Tiger King was 2020's Jersey Shore. Let's just. Be <laughs> oh, yeah. I love the comparison.
0: <laughs> I'm definitely not watching it now.
1: What Jersey Shore or Tiger King? <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. There you go. Uh, and when we when when we said about derails before, that's what we meant exactly. All of that. <laughs> yeah, it was that's what we do. <laughs> right.
4: It happens. It happens. But fine.
1: Yeah. So that. we talked
2: about. Uh, discussing resilience. So with COVID, with everything going on, it's testing people's resilience. And, and certainly for just people in general and also for streamers, because they often or have heard some people may feel they have some sort of responsibility of being that presence for people. Or kind of the workload of uh, a content creator can start getting to them. And that's kind of working on their resilience. So let's talk a little bit or discuss a little bit about resilience. So when we think about resilience, we often attribute it to the ability of something to endure, to recover and from what afflicts it. Uh, We think about something that can weather a storm, that is tough. However, even the most resilient things on Earth have their limits. It, eventually, they succumb to pressures of the situations that surround it. So, think about any rock, and what comes up to mind for most people when you think about a rock?
0: Erosion.
5: Yeah, yeah. Rookable. Solid. Right. I would yeah. think it's solid. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it's either it's it's heavy, it's rigid, it's solid. Now think of water. What comes to mind when we think of water? Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> How wet it is.
3: A fluidity.
2: <laughs> so, it, oftentimes we hear fluid, the ability to change, <laughs> to adapt to its situations. We, more often than not, believe the rock should have no issues during being splashed by water. And generally, people would be really correct with this assumption. However, one very important factor that's often overlooked is time. While we may be resilient to a situation at a particular moment, Over time, this may change with uh, what we were previously resilient from now starts to erode. And everyone can kind of do this experiment at home by just taking a rock, putting it under a small stream of water, and let the water there. At first, what's going to happen? The rock's going to get wet. Wow. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) But if you give it enough enough time, the stream of water will eventually erode the rock and kind of bore a hole through it. What we previously thought was this immovable solid object got moved by something as malleable Mm -hmm. as water. And this can affect multiple aspects of us. What we were able to cope with then starts to change depending on the circumstances, Mm -hmm. depending on what has happened. So COVID's a good example of it. We used to be able to deal with a lot. And now with the collective trauma of COVID, it's added that much more stress, that much more pressure where things start to affect us that you didn't in the past. So resilience is the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress. Mm -hmm. Stress is constant, often arriving in the form of relationship conflicts, health concerns, or financial problems. Being resilient means bouncing back from difficult experiences. And the research has shown us that resilience is ordinary, not extraordinary. Most people are rather resilient. People commonly demonstrate resilience. For example, people uh, who experience trauma do not always develop PTSD. They adapt to their new experiences and their suffering slowly subsides. Being resilient does not mean that a person doesn't experience difficulty or distress. Emotional pain and sadness are common in people who have suffered major adversities or trauma in their lives. In fact, the road to resilience is likely to involve considerable amounts of distress. Resilience is not a trait that people are born with. Resilience evolves right. behaviors, thoughts, and choices that we learn and then developed through practice.
0: Yeah,
4: absolutely. I mean, I think self-awareness is a big part of it too. Being able to, like, it, it, it's kind of like um, learning how to play guitar. You build calluses on your fingers. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to hit that chord right off the bat, learning how to play guitar. But over time, you're going to build a callus on your finger and you're going to get resilient to those strings.
1: Your fingers won't hurt anymore. Exactly. Yeah. That's really what, what happens. Yeah. building up. coping mechanism. Right. Right. Mm. You're the, the calluses are a coping skill for your fingers. Realistically. <laughs> I'm right. Getting, I'm getting weird and I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> well, you know, well, that, that's true. That
3: <laughs> totally true. Uh,
5: and and honestly, that's that's the premise behind. Everyone always says you have to grow a thick skin, and they go, "Well, what, what does that mean? That like calluses that that's exactly what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is <laughs> you endure something. The thicker your skin gets,
1: right? Something
5: where you Literally. have you know turtle yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just came to mind, but
4: it's a great example. It
1: really it is. is. Really it is. It is. We're not <laughs> laughing at you, Joe. We're laughing with you. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the whole. One- Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. the The idea of, of, of the of the thick skin, um, and this was something that I was really thinking about too. Actually, while when we when we were talking about this topic, um, I know personally for me, like thick skin, maybe meant something different. Thick skin meant um, not feeling anything. Um, don't have emotions. Don't cry. Don't you know? That's what meant. That's what having a thick skin meant. When in reality, like Dr. Goku said before, you're still going to feel things. You're still going to be sad. You're still going to have moments where you cry. You're still going to have moments where you feel anxious. The resiliency that you build up organically, working with someone, however it's formed, just allows you to bounce back a little bit quicker than maybe you would have at first. And what
2: you mentioned there is so true where... A lot of people have this feeling or tendency to believe that resiliency or that thick skin is not feeling any emotion. Uh, so, there was a campaign, uh, I think a couple of years ago, called the Man Up Campaign in Australia, where often a lot of young boys hear the term just man up. So, don't cry, don't show emotion. Mm-hmm. Bottling up and bearing emotions is one, not yeah. dealing with them, and two, is more often than not, easy. It's easy to bottle up the emotion. It's difficult to let the emotions in, to process them. And the more you're able to process them, the more you're able to feel them, the more resiliency you build over time as to how to handle these situations.
3: Yeah, definitely. I think that's something with streaming, right? Like Mm -hmm. there's you you of course know that the internet makes people anonymous. They can speak anonymously. And with that comes people trying to almost live out their worst desires that they would like to do on the internet and say all sorts of bad things to you. Um, and it's something that initially can be really hard for people to deal with. Like if they are streaming and people are coming in the stream and saying lots of bad things, that can be difficult to deal with. But over time, You get to the point where, not that you are, it's happening to you and you're just kind of pushing it away and not thinking about it, but it genuinely doesn't affect you anymore. Because you have to realize that these are people, sometimes they're children, sometimes they're people who are in a bad situation in themselves. There's no mentally healthy, secure person that's going into random people's streams and calling them bad names. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. it just isn't going to happen. There's no reason for it if you're in a good place. So it's it's something most
2: trolls are people that are having a rough time of their own. Exactly.
3: Yeah. So you really have to just take a step back and look at it as yes, they're coming in here and saying something bad towards you and that's bad and you shouldn't have to deal with that. Like if we could change that and have that not be the case, that would be perfect and ideal. But there's no one coming into your stream and saying bad things towards you who are in a good place themselves. So you just have to realize that really it's got nothing to do with you. And it's not that you're just ignoring those feelings and bottling it up. But now it's like, it doesn't affect me because this really has nothing to do with me and more to right. do with them.
5: And how long did that take you to come to that realization?
3: Um, I think maybe about I want to say maybe a year and a half of just okay. streaming full-time of where, you know, sometimes I, I think I was bottling it up in the beginning where it was, okay, just don't let it affect me. Don't listen to it. Don't look at it. Um, and I'd come away and just feel kind of bad. Like that was a bad stream. What happened? Well, people were being really mean. But then after about that year and a half of, of, kind of looking at why would those people do that? Why don't I feel the need to go into people's streams and be incredibly rude to people? And it's like, because I'm not in a bad place. Whereas a lot of these people probably are. And yeah, that that realization kind of hit me that it actually has nothing to do with me at all. I could yeah. be the most perfect person in the world and they could still come in there and say something awful because it's to do with them and not me. Yeah, i year and a
1: half. No, absolutely. And I think that's why we're bringing up this topic now, because I personally, I dealing with adolescents, that's nowadays I hear it nonstop. They want to be a streamer. They want to be Hmm. um, a YouTuber. Yeah. And actually, this whole resiliency is, is exactly what I go over with them because they're going to need it. You know, I don't automatically say, I'm not the one that says, well, find a backup. I'm like, okay, this is what you want to do. Let's go. But these are the things you have to expect. These are the things you have to be ready for. You know, because it's not going to be easy. I'm sure, Mrs. Watts, you did not have um, 100 or 200, you know, viewers on your first stream. I'm going to assume. I mean, maybe. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My
3: first stream? It was like I,
1: 75. My very,
3: 85. very first. So it's, I was honestly, I was had like 100,000 plus subscribers on YouTube by my first stream. So it was definitely a bit, it was intimidating because it was not like a buildup of slowly getting used to streaming. It was okay. just like, Oh, hi. Hello. I'm here. (laughs) People are. (laughs) But because, but honestly, because of that, because there was a lot of people from an already established community coming into the stream, a lot of the bad was kind of weighed out by the people who were positive and excited and having a good time.
1: So then maybe I'll I'll flip it around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The first ever YouTube video, maybe that you did. Yeah. I'm sure the views were not what they would be today, let's say. So and I think that's the big thing that um, everybody kind of feels is that when they go in, they have to have the video that gets, you know, a thousand, you know, a million views or else they're not good. They have to go viral. They have to go viral or else they're not good. And that's actually the hardest thing <laughs> when I have these very legitimate conversations with people like you expect to have 50 or less views on your first video or equipment too. People think they got to have the
4: best top-of-the-line equipment, or they're they're garbage, and that's not true.
2: Well, it but, makes me think of when DCP had Young Khan on the show, and he mentioned when he started, yeah, kind of streaming and drawing, he was doing it on his Dell laptop's touchpad.
3: Yeah, yep.
2: Has anyone ever tried kids. to draw in <laughs> with a mouse? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it's hard. Very difficult.
1: I can't Dude. I can't draw with a pen. Todd's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a whole does. different league. I remember
4: seeing those those streams back in the day. He's
3: amazing. Yeah. He yeah. yeah. There's there's so many people that have started like that. Like Crafty, he started streaming from his PlayStation. Yep. Yeah. he was just doing trials on his PlayStation and now he's a part of TSM and he plays any game he wants and gets a really good amount of viewers. Like you don't need to have the perfect setup to start at all. You're not going live to like 2,000 viewers right away. If it's right. something that you're interested in, I really think it's a good idea to just jump in there and see if you'd like it because it's, yes could be possible that you do it and you're like, oh, it's actually really hard for me to try and talk about the game while I'm playing it. I don't know if I really like this. This is making the game less enjoyable for me. If you have any of those experiences, maybe it's not for you. But if you're waiting for that perfect time to make a video or start streaming, you're never going to get started. Because mm-hmm. your setup can always change. There's always a new graphics card coming out, a better microphone, better sound quality. There's so many things that can always be improved. You will never get there.
1: Like the, the RTX is 3090. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, RTX 3090 that nobody yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, f- 1500 bucks. <laughs> That's
5: funny in on uh, my wife's a middle school teacher and she does zoom calls for her classes and there's this one kid that i was i was looking at and he had the perfect camera angle and the perfect lighting and the game (laughs) there and and so i'm i'm sitting here looking at my wife i'm going he streams or he does something and she is so she called him out in the middle of a little side class and she goes so uh where do you stream and he goes what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) share. we see the you know like my my husband noticed like you have the perfect angle and he goes oh I I don't stream but yeah I do these YouTube videos and it it, it, you know and he was so like his first his first video that went over 70 views he's like I like that's the best thing I've ever done and it was the one I put the least effort in and he goes man I get I get trashed on a regular basis and yeah
3: yeah it's it's kind of um almost scary to think of young kids or young adults getting into streaming and content creation because I know, like, it is a dream job for sure. If you love video games and you get to play video games for a living, of course, there's editing and there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that people probably don't initially think about. It's a lot more
2: work than people think. <laughs> yeah,
3: there's a, there's, a, there's a lot more that goes on. Um, but it's definitely a dream job. But However, you'll see all the time, you'll see content creators both on making YouTube videos or streaming wherever they stream that suffer a lot of burnout because you have this job that is not stable at all. You Mm -hmm. could wake up and people could be like, you know what? I'm just not really into any of this anymore. And then your job is just gone. You don't have a set amount that you get paid. You are at the mercy of the site being up, working properly, pushing your content to subscribers and notifications Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. You're at the mercy of Someone else and if you need to take some t- some time off it's really difficult to do that because say mm-hmm. if you're a streamer full-time streamer if you take two weeks off it's probably going to take you about three months to recover from those two weeks off mm. financially it, it, and, longer- and that
2: creates a whole slew of problems and I yeah. can think back to kind of the fiasco with mixer yeah where a lot of people had their careers On mixer Mm -hmm. and then in the blink of an eye gone
5: right or you know the the turmoil that destiny as a game has kind of endured if you put all your money on you know like your entire content creation career was about uh, destiny 2 you took a big hit when, when when that came out and that tanked a lot of people like there wasn't there wasn't enough content there was too much controversy and People were watching. a lot of
2: people needed to be resilient and look at the situation and look at other avenues.
5: Yeah, which, which and again, I credit I, you know Miss Five Thousand Watts, like you guys on on TCP. You did the side quest thing, and that was perfect. Right, it's it's a perfect mm-hmm. complement to when Destiny has its lulls. You you kind of bounce off of that and go, okay, what can we talk about on on side quests? And you keep yeah. the conversation rolling, so it was a good way to just deflect and move on to something else. And you did, you know, branding-wise, you did it perfectly. So
3: thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a really good outlet. Yeah,
5: for yeah. Us. there's scenario-
2: so many other games out there.
5: Yeah, worst case scenario, if if all else fails, you talk about Eaton briar.
3: Yep, that's <laughs> all. That is all the time, every day, almost thinking in our in our individual streams we we all talk about it at least once during during the stream <laughs> yeah, yeah it's uh, I wonder if
2: you guys should make like a eating briar cookbook
3: that would be amazing or like a an apron chef apron <laughs> that would be great too maybe a barbecue set
4: yes i would buy that <laughs> i would buy it as well like, briar rabbit cooking apron apron and barbecue set done yeah,
3: i would love to do that find the find a merch place that makes barbecue sets that we can put briers I'm
1: sure some gotta be company something. makes
3: them I'm sure yeah
1: I'm on the hunt right now hold on <laughs>
5: <laughs> let's go yeah uh, eating eating briar <laughs> become as pervasive as uh, animal crossing
1: references on our podcast
2: you had to slide it in there
1: <laughs> this is why I let Nate do it because it's just so it's like butter. Is so smooth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> for the people that are just joining us, that haven't kind of gotten the joke, it's been what since February. Every single show in passing.
3: Animal and Crossing she- was great, by the way. It Came out at the perfect time, Absolutely. which I'm sure you guys have talked about before. It's just the it was the perfect time for something like that to come out.
5: So many times, it, it oh, that, yeah. <laughs> happened. Is Matt's first podcast with us was, was right it with Mixiety. No, no, it was, it was uh, No.
4: Uh, that was your first podcast the first time Animal Crossing was brought up is when I was at PAX East, PAX East booth, and mm. they had the big mega booth on the floor mm. and that's right when covid was hitting and everything and you're right it did come out at a great time but it it as much as uh, we made like an inside joke cuz it every episode it's mentioned it's mentioned in an abbreviation at the end. It, somewhere it gets fed in, which is fine. I get a <laughs> kick out of it. But it really was a great tool during during the quarantines and everything because yeah. it, it yeah. just it was a positive gaming experience for people.
3: It was just
1: a To bring it
4: back to resiliency is
2: again, in general people are resilient. We can endure things more than people can believe. Uh, the example I often give is, I don't remember the exact s- statistic for it, but from 9-11, only about 10-ish percent of the first responders ended up with diagnosable PTSD. Wow. That leaves another 90% where, yeah. it doesn't mean they didn't deal with anything. They dealt with things that were difficult and horrid but they were able to have that resiliency to get through it. And with COVID, it hit people hard. It hit people when they weren't expecting it and required them to be rather resilient. A lot of people can hearken on, Oh, well, you just have to stay home and watch Netflix. It's not like going off to world war II, but it's a different type of difficult. Yeah.
3: Oh, it is. Yeah. I think, um, So content creators have had, and anyone who works at home and does long hours at home, have had this kind of experience for a while of there's times time periods and November is going to be another of these time periods with all these games coming out. But there's time periods where you just sit in most likely not a very big room in one spot all day and then you leave and then you go to bed and then you do the exact same thing day in and day out. You're not going out anywhere. You're not having any experiences to kind of shift up your day a little bit. Everything's just the same. And I think there's going to be a lot of people who are working from home with COVID who are starting to feel that kind of burden, if not already, of where your days are just all the same. And not only that, but you have awful world news on top of it. You don't know when it's going to end. You don't know when you're going to be able to go back to work and hang out with your buds at the bar after work. Like you just don't know when that's going to be. You're just having the same experience every day. And that can get really, really tough. It might not seem like the the most awful thing in the world, but it really does it, take It's all. tough. It,
2: it, it is. It works on your ability to handle these external factors and these external stressors. Uh, back with COVID hit, unfortunately, we're getting hit here again. So kind of mm. second wave's coming and we just got the announcement today that we moved to phase orange. So I don't know where that's mm. going to take us. But... When the first wave of COVID hit, I moved my practice from my office to my house, and I was doing teletherapy, just talking to my clients on a screen. But in my office at my my office, I have two large windows that lets in a whole bunch of natural light. My office here is in the basement where my home theater is, where is the kids playroom? where is you don't want to see what's behind me. Thank, thank God for the, the green screen. <laughs> That's true. It, it was really challenging where the small things that I missed, where when someone was having a moment or a breakthrough and they were tearing up where I couldn't pick up my box of tissue and hand them a tissue was some of the most difficult moments in my not so very long career as a therapist where I was missing that interaction. Just getting up and greeting my client at the waiting room. It it was just missing something where I was just powering through clients where finished one, click end, click start for the next one. And it made it that much more difficult where you had to build in these self-care routines where previously we didn't need to.
3: Yeah. You hear a, a lot. Luckily you hear a lot about it now. In if you follow many people who work from home on Twitter, you see it all the time of, I need to have a day where I'm just really taking care of myself and not just the, you know, maybe an evening where you watch some TV instead of cleaning or whatever it may be, but like really taking a day and focusing On looking after your mental health, like not it's not just being a passing thing that maybe you think about every now and then, but really going out of your way to make sure that you are keeping yourself in a good spot because you do realize that you miss all those small things. You know, even now we're all wearing masks, and you walk past someone, you're like, oh, they can't see that I'm smiling. (laughs) They can't see Mm -hmm. that I smiled at them. So it kind of cuts down out of a bit of that interaction as well. And People are more distant, so you can't go and even hug your family members. In a lot of these cases, if they're outside of your home, it's it's tough. It's a tough thing to deal with. Um, and I'm really happy that people are talking more about mental health mm-hmm. and all the things that you can do to try and keep yourself in a, a happier place.
5: Yeah, we've we've had a few comments in chat here about you know people that have lost uh, family members, friends, and family members to COVID. Yeah. And- just not not even be able, being able to um see them out on their last you know their last days in the hospital room and that's that's tough and on the other side of that i've you know i've had a couple of friends that have uh, brought new lives into this world during you know covid mm-hmm. and you know fathers that have not been able to been, be in the birthing room while they're where their first child has been being born it's 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 really tough, and and again, it goes back to you kind of got to grow a thick skin and just yeah. This is this is what we're dealing with now.
1: You know, it, these
2: situations are challenging our our ability to be very resilient. So, hearkening back to my example with the rock and the water, resiliency is again the, we're that rock and we're able to withstand the water but everything going on is not just a splash of water. It's almost like a pressure washer hitting the rock, right? It's Hmm. burring faster than we're able to handle,
1: you know, and to bring it um, even on a sense of a bit more positive, you know, we did things differently in a sense to try to get that same level of connection. Um, I remember personally, you know, it was my sister has Down syndrome and it was her 21st birthday. And, you know, I, I really did want to take her out, like not to drink, although she could have, um, but <laughs> um, my mother would kill me. And I, I, it was supposed to be a big party. She was excited. She was ready. We had we booked everything and bam, nothing could do. We couldn't do anything. So how do we make it better? What do we do in, in, in the meantime? I got seven I got I got about seven eight cars to line up in front of her house and just start honking and we th- threw a very illegal block party <laughs> <laughs> and we social distance in our cars and to me I think that's a part of resiliency it's not the same but we're working out how to do it differently and still get that same um feeling because resiliency is not necessarily just enduring It's our abilities to adapt.
2: Adapt. Yeah. Right. Adapting to the challenges that are in front of us. How can we deal and how can we modify things so that we can better deal with these situations? And humans are so very good at adapting, at being resilient. We've gone through so much as a species that we can get through this. We just need to work. Together.
3: yeah there's um so my husband tomo works at Bungie, and they have a specific thing because everyone's working from home now and they did really well with making that possible but they have a specific thing that they implemented now where you can take a covid mental health day so not just your regular vacation you have a mm. specific mental health days that you can take where it's like look i just really need a day to make things different and get myself in a good spot And that's been, I would love to see that being a thing that's implemented everywhere where you can just say like, honestly, Hey, I am not doing so good right now. I need time to just get back in a good spot and that your employer being a okay with that and actually facilitating that as a, yeah, you can just take a mental health day. You don't have to say, Oh, I'm going on vacation or I'm just, you know, I got something going on. I'm going to take a day. You can actually Um, admit you're not okay. And that's,
4: that's great. You're seeing that become more and more, uh, Accepted in in uh, companies with their mental health, well, not with the, well with their mental health, but with their um, health insurance and everything like that, and with their policies. Having well, I work for PepsiCo during the day, and we have five mental health days we could take at any time. Which is great, but Bungie has proven time and time again that they care about their employees, and they have so many resources available, and they're very understanding. So it's great that uh, uh, they incorporated that with COVID as well, because it's a lot of pressure, and it's great having that that ability to just take a day, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What were you going to th- say Matt? no, and it's that freedom to kind of like you're not going to lose your job because you're taking a mental health day. You know, yeah. there's no uh, pressure on you, which is nice.
2: We all need those
1: moments. I need to know what that's like. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I agree. Sometimes the people that are saying you need to take a break are the ones that are not taking the breaks.
1: Well, no, I, I, I'll also be honest. I, 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 worked in a, I worked in a hospital for a very long time. And, um, you yeah, know, it was not okay to do that. I won't say the name of the hospital, um, but it, it was not good.
4: Yeah, you're not wrong. There's a lot of companies out there that say, hey, you have the ability to take 10 sick days and five mental health days. And you're like, hey, I need a mental health day. And they're like, well, not today. You, <laughs> right. You know, we got a lot a lot of work. And it's like, I know, but I, I need this day.
1: Or it's how about y- some, How
4: about like next week?
1: Yeah. Or why get this doctor's documentation has to be signed by this on this. Uh, Yeah, no, no. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to hear some places, though, are just kind of like, okay, good. Go have a good, you know, take care of yourself. Because that's really how it should be. Am I shocked
5: that Bungie is one of those companies that actually has been looking out for their employees? Not really. Like
3: They've been doing really well. They've they've
5: been doing it forever. A lot of things.
1: That's good.
3: Yeah, they've been great because you get the mental health days anyway, plus you have vacation. And now it's like, hey, we're doing extra mental health days for COVID because we know it's going to be hitting people a lot more than maybe normal. Um, so it's it's been really good. They've been really facilitating with getting people to be able to work from home effectively. And they did that really quickly. Then I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. read that article where they put out how we adjusted things to work from home for COVID. And that was super great. I love seeing how companies do that. It was great and to the see fact that. that
2: they pushed Beyond Light by two months to make sure that they're giving the employees time to, one, not crunch as mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. so they can put out the quality product.
3: Yeah, Bunchy does not do a, a lot of crunch. They, they really don't. They they worked really hard on not making that a possibility. I see a lot of people say, you know, like crunch is inevitable in the gaming industry and it's going to happen at some point. I'm like, Bungie's worked really hard to make that not be the case. I have, you know, I haven't seen Tomo crunch in like six years. It's It's been a long time since Bungie had that really crunch Heavy period, and they've done a lot to try and make that not be the case because it's a tough on people. I've talked to people um who are developers at other places, which I won't say where they are, but they were crunching for like three months, four months it's like can't play today, can't hang out, I gotta work, and they're working until 11, 12 o'clock in the morning, and it's it's that yeah. is going to wear you down, especially during covid
4: or're not getting it any makes sleep. me think of being a
2: grad student
4: <laughs> well yeah, we're the yeah.
2: most healthy people
3: no. Yeah. No, no, not in any way. No.
4: We have friends that are developers and one works for you know their own publishing company. Now they're self-publishing and they've, I've talked to them at length about the nightmares of crunch and what they've endured over time. And it gets to the point where they get done and finish their job and had terrible sleep cycles and just their health deteriorated. They get done with it and they're like, taking two months off and then they ended up leaving the company and they go somewhere else because it was just that much of a toll. And it's, it's no joke. I mean, it's more, people are more aware of crunch now than they ever were along with like mental health and how it plays into everything. And there's different ends of the spectrum and how everything plays together. And we want these amazing games, but seeing on the other side of the curtain where the wizards work in, is a different story than seeing what's on the shelf at GameStop. You know what I mean? And having that exposure from, you know, people like uh, Paul and then the uh, editors and everybody at Kotaku and everything, you know, bringing light to these these things is really mm-hmm. helped change a lot of things. And Bungie's always been in the front, you know, thinking of their employees because all their uppers, they all did it. They know what it feels like. What, what better way to experience, you know, Pay it forward to the people underneath you, and go. Yeah, we're not going to do that. We know what happens. We want to keep our people.
3: Yeah, that's the thing. Is in game studios and tech companies in general, it's there's (laughs) is this culture of get them right out of college, throw them in, work them really hard, and then they'll stop working because they're burnt out and they hate it. And we'll just get more students and throw them back into the same system.
5: Yep, meat grinder, Mm,
2: the the churn and burn. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
5: absolutely. Has been very my my company has been very guilty about abusing the temp talent pool. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep.
2: I remember when I prior to um, working in the mental health field, I worked at a hospital, but I worked in the stock room. And what would infuriate me is this is a while ago. There were three tiers of employees. No, four. So you had the student the temp, the part-time, and the full-time. So the part-time and the full-time had the same salary, just different hours. And then the temp had a little bit less salary, but kind of filled the holes. And then the students, which I was one, got paid essentially nothing Mm. and worked so many hours. I remember I worked twenty. 20 days, 21 days in a row without a a day off.
5: Internships
2: with no, with no overtime with pretty much minimum wage, the bare minimum pay overtime for anyone else. Yeah. That's how people get burnt out. You can be as resilient as you want. Eventually you're going to be that rock. That's going to have a hole through it just being hit by water.
1: It's very true. Yeah. Because resiliency also, you need to have support around you. So, if we're taking this example of um, jobs and the crunch that sometimes is put upon you, you you don't have the support. You don't have a backup. You don't have a you don't have a support network that's saying like, okay, take that mental health day. Your people around you are saying, no, work harder, get this done. So resiliency in that aspect is very difficult, if not impossible, to mm-hmm. to create and to form. Because like you said, Dr. Goku, there's just a big hole in this rock right now after being hit with so much. Resilience is also
2: recognizing when you need to take those moments to say, you know what? I need a day or I need yeah. a week. Yeah.
1: Goes back to adapting. Yeah. And recognizing. And-
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's days where not only are you not physically working, but you can't mentally be working either. Because I've had for a long time, I had this period where I had streams and then I had like days that I worked on videos and I didn't set like a these are my days off. So because I didn't do that, whenever I was having a day off, I was always thinking about, well, can I like fit in making a video or can I fit in a short stream here? And that mental stuff that is just going on in the background is still wearing you out and wearing you down. So it's really important to have a day where I'm not doing anything. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to sit there.
2: These things are some of the greatest things available and the worst things available. it's true yeah because when it comes to resiliency and and work, back to the moments when we had no cell phones or no smartphones, if you were not at work, you were no longer working.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: now, with smartphones, your work follows you everywhere, yeah, or it be through chat or dms sms emails whatever you can be connected anytime and you feel that need to be connected all, all the time and i've heard from different streamers that we've had on, or contact creators that we've had on the show where even though they weren't making content where it be a video or streaming they weren't interacting on twitter or making a post or interacting with people it's still work <laughs> even when you're not working you're still working
3: yeah and it's you know it's super fun to be in discord and talk to all the people that you love seeing in chat um, but even then you're not just taking a day for yourself to just do whatever you want to do you're there you really need this time to just kind of disconnect from everything and that includes a lot of the time for me it includes Friends, best friends, family. Like, I just want a day where I'm just here on my own, concerned about myself. I, even if I'm sharing like good news with other people, I just want to be concerned about myself. I'm going to sit here, I'm going to do nothing or do whatever I want to do and not think about other things. I'm not talking to other people, I'm not uh, getting get togethers together or organizing days where we get together in Discord. Like, I'm just disconnecting completely.
4: That's self care. Yeah, You got to come first. I mean, you really do. Um, Disconnecting and unplugging yourself is you need to recharge your batteries. And if that's how you do it, that's how you do it. And yeah, absolutely. Everybody should.
2: And for many of us, self-care, we kind of default to some of the uh, the passions that we have. And for a lot of us, it's video games. So how about Mm -hmm. we kind of transition into some of those gaming news
4: aspects that ah, good transition. That had. <laughs> oh man a shoe like it in there. That was
1: great.
4: <laughs> you did. Wow. Oh that was good. That's all the therapist training going right into it. <laughs> I got to get a soundboard just so I can put some sound effects in on it when, when you have like a good transition and everything and just have some sort of sound effect. Oh
1: no, oh, no. I don't oh, want to be Z100, you know, morning news. No. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want to hit a we button. We need to get Joe a stream deck. <laughs> I don't want hit to a, hit a button. We hear a fart noise. Like, no, that's not who we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's, only, that's only for when we go uh, to Adult Swim. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to so one,
2: <laughs> so one thing that was announced is Fall Guys season two is available. It's, it's
1: available. It's adorable. It's rage-inducing. But yes, <laughs> Fall Guys, wait Wait,
4: do you have to pay for it? Is it free? No,
1: it's free. Oh, you just update and play. What's nice.
4: uh? What's new about it? Just skins and Pokemon. um
1: skins. You got, uh, I believe it's four new courses. Um, it's yeah, very Halloween themed. Of course it is. It's adorable and I love it <laughs> but hate it at the yeah. same time.
0: They also introduced a show selector, which is a playlist that allows you to pick what type of rounds you'd prefer to play.
3: Oh, that's Ooh. interesting. Ooh. Okay,
0: that. So it kind of narrows the rng of oh we're always getting team events or we're always getting these these events I, I absolutely hate them and <laughs> I'm always yellow why uh, for all the for all the
5: people that n- complain about getting in team games and I I get it team games are ugh they're so frustrating sometimes the oh, fall yeah.
2: guys hit such at a good time and it being free on psn at the same time was great, and their, it, their marketing
4: team is gold. They crashed their servers the first week. There were so many people going into it. Yeah. I mean, but that running aspect
2: of, with their marketing team and Twitter with Tim the DeTat, Tim Tatman was, oh, uh, was so oh, good.
5: They were tro- so trolly. Oh my god. Considering poor guy. the entire company is what, seven seven guys in Australia?
1: Yeah. Is it?
5: Oh, yeah.
3: Really? It's a tiny company. Yeah.
5: Yes. That's awesome. And they made this this huge
3: game. I kind of think of Fall Guys as like the BR for people that don't like BRs. Or the people yeah. Yeah. The BR for yeah. people <laughs> who like aren't good at BRs.
0: Oh, my God. I <laughs> never thought of it that way. You get that same experience,
3: right? Where you jump in and it's the fight <laughs> to the end. And you can just kind of do it almost no matter your skill level to some degree of wow. success. <laughs>
2: It is I like, never thought it's like of it. American Gladiator
5: American <laughs> Gladiator.
3: The original BR.
5: Yeah. yeah and it, BR. <laughs> yeah. It it is truly the most balanced BR that's on the market, right? <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Dude, even my daughter, she's my youngest
4: daughter's four. She's doing uh like uh, uh like long distance learning for school right now through the computer and she prefers to sit in my office because of all this. So she loves sitting in here. And after she loves to play fall guy, she doesn't really do anything besides run in a circle, but she loves it to death. And it's the colors and all the characters. Like it's just a fun game. It really is. Mm. And it's two buttons. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's more than two. I mean,
2: you got to jump and and dive,
4: jump and
1: and grab well yeah. Thre- yeah, so three. three yeah three yeah, yeah <laughs> my bad oh my god it really is because i hate any battle royale except for full guys so, so it's if, very
4: true if that's a br what's among us a br where you can vote somebody off the island like
1: i don't i don't even think it's a br among no. us is among us is just the way to ruin friendships and hate people <laughs> so it's among us, it, it modern is day
2: risk. we had so much fun the other weekend playing among us it, it was we? it was great
0: <laughs> among <laughs> us is i did <laughs> it's the thing meets uh i, I don't know it's basically the man, thing in video game
4: roderick got me two nights in a row man he got you too man he you did. did you lasted longer than me <laughs> he, roderick man he'd be like come on joe let's go and it's like okay i'm following him around and then he'd kill me and it's like you know why he did that to me like three or four times like, <laughs> i'm not playing with you anymore you, well you were all
2: the one, always the one killing me joe <laughs> well yeah <laughs> me and,
5: I, <laughs> and literally running around the table because one of us yeah, was cool. the,
1: yeah right
5: and <laughs> and another one of us were and then the next two rounds she ax murdered me in the back of the head just but yeah, it was. Me, it was fun.
1: It was just great because me and Roderick were like friends. We were getting along. It was great. We were both imposters. We won, <laughs> and then the next game, he's like, "Ah, you know what? You didn't leave the uh, the meeting room quick enough. You're the imposter." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "You son of a! <laughs> we just won the round last time." E- Egrm in chat says it perfectly.
5: Among Us brings the briar out of everyone.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> playing Among Us with Briar is an experience. He, like, is. so we're supposed to you're generally you're supposed to either be an imposter and kill people and lie or you're supposed to be a crewmate and do your tasks and try and figure out who the killer is but briars just plays it a completely different way probably the better way to just cause maximum Breyer's chaos Breyer. yeah yes. He'll just throw yes. out like oh i think it's fran why i don't know he just starts throwing out names confuses people so he plays it the right way that's the right playing
4: sea of thieves yeah. <laughs> roderick was like i just saw joe vent it's like what you, what does vent mean He goes, i just saw him come out of a vent i, I did not come out of a vent i don't even know what you're talking about joe and i got you kicked it. off the ship and
1: yeah he, amazing you, you did you vented in front of me multiple times in friend.
0: front of you but not <laughs> him that was a different personally want to play a version where every single meeting somebody has to get voted off no matter what no <laughs> That's not
3: bad. I actually oh, like that fast. idea, to be honest. Because yep. there are some rounds where you're just there like, no idea, no idea, absolutely yep. no idea. So it would be kind of fun to kind of pull whatever knowledge you do have and put Maybe. that into getting someone else. And even yeah. if you don't
0: have any knowledge, you just go, all right, it's green. Everybody vote green. Let's go. Let's just get it done.
3: Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> I'd be down with that.
0: <laughs> so
2: another game that's been having a really good week is the rise of Genshin
3: Impact. Yeah, it's the best game.
0: Now... This, these are the same people that did um, what was it? Honkai Impact, right?
3: Yeah, correct.
0: Uh, I, I I did enjoy that game for a little bit. Unfortunately, I just kind of stopped playing it. But so I have
1: not played this game at all, Miss Watts. I know you've <clears throat> been playing it every day. It just yes. got an update. Yeah, <laughs> All day. What is this game? What is it?
3: <laughs> so it's it's an open world action RPG, um, but it's got gotcha elements. So if For those who don't know what the term gotcha is, it comes from the term gotcha pun, which, you know, when you were a kid and there was those machines where you put a quarter in and you turn the little handle and something random comes out in a ball. You don't know what it is and mm-hmm. you open it mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, I got this character from this this cartoon. That's my favorite mm-hmm. character. It's that but digital. It's gotcha <laughs> is. It's, it's a loot box. But with like anime characters in it,
0: I gotcha. Right. You
1: just yeah. summed up my whole <laughs> childhood. But okay, um. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so it's 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 really interesting because a lot of gotcha games aren't necessarily they don't have like a ton of gameplay elements behind them. It could be like um, strategy games or turn-based strategy and stuff like that. But this is like a fully open-world action RPG. And visually, a lot of people will say that it looks like Breath of the Wild. And yeah, the developers, I've seen that. Yeah, the developers, miHoYo, have not been shy about saying that they were inspired by, by Breath of the Wild. It does have a lot of those elements, but the yeah. gameplay is what really makes it interesting and sets it apart because you have four characters that you can switch between during combat whenever you want. So you can switch between all four of them and they all have different elements like uh, frost and electro and fire, etc. And you can switch between them to combo elements. So the combat is really deep and upgrading your characters is really deep as well. So it's just got this it's just got this feeling of not only is it a super solid game that launched with like an insane amount of people playing it with zero problems, which is very surprising. <laughs> I was surprised there were no server issues. Um, but it's also got this kind of mystical thing about it where, you know, when you were a kid and playing a Final Fantasy game or something and you were running around the map and the map felt endless and it just felt like this mythical, mysterious land and it was, had that feeling about it. It manages to capture that same feeling. So they've done something really special with that game and it's free. So
1: yeah, which is yeah. even better. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
5: how they, People like free. I watched a little bit of it today. I've I've been kind of tailing off on the the phenomena, but I've been hearing about it all week. And I finally sat down and watched a couple of streams of it today. And it's just like, this is free.
3: It's free. Yeah. It's Holy. And, <laughs> they really don't. There's no point where they really force you to pay money either. Like you'd think maybe, oh, well, we aren't going to give you all the elemental characters. So at some point, you're going to have to get a water character in order to play against, you know, this specific fight. But there's at no point that they do that. And Mihoyo is a really cool company in that if they make a mistake, they will give every player in the game free currency. So recently they came out, actually today, they came out with news that. Two of their characters have a bug associated with them, so they gave everyone who's playing the game 200 of this currency. Just, just nice. take it. That's this is our bad. Wow. Have some free stuff, well, and that. they do that all the time.
5: And mind that's you, awesome. free stuff is free stuff. I literally installed the game this afternoon and got those free credits.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Or right. Yeah. There's there's no point that they're like, hey, you have to be playing for X amount of time. No, they 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 say, hey, we've got 10 million people. that pre-registered. Have some free stuff. Oh, we hit like 50 million players or whatever. Have some free stuff. Like they just constantly give people free things. So they're definitely not, um, they don't hold things back. It's a free game. They don't force you to pay, but people will pay because they create really awesome characters in that game. The story mm-hmm. is really well done and you get to meet the characters that you can roll for and have a chance of getting, you meet them in the story. So you're meeting them, you're getting to know them. You're like, oh man, I really like them. They're really cool, which then makes people spend money. Plus the fact that it's free. And if you're really enjoying it, I hear this all the time. I'm just going to give them $60 because that's what I would pay on a full release. Right. right? Yeah. So the game's really great. I'm just going to throw $60 at them because they deserve it.
5: Yeah. You, you you treat your player base with some some modicum of respect and they're willing to pay for it. Like, yeah. I again, like I said, I literally installed it at <laughs> at four o'clock this afternoon because my uh, my my wife runs the esports club at her middle school, <laughs> and she's like, "What games do I need to get?" I said, "Well, of course, Among Us." She played. Uh, I'm like, "Fall guy," oh, yeah. uh, and you need to get in on Genshin. And she goes, "Well, what is this?" I'm like, it, "It's the craze. It's free. <laughs> I'll, I'll download it on my computer." So I downloaded it and kicked it on. And again, here we are again. Here's 200, here's 200 whatever credits. It's like
1: people like free. Well, I'm downloading like it right now.
5: <laughs> people I'll play it tonight with 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 you know, respect your time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. This is one of the the arguments we've had with Bungie for for a long time is with a lot of their updates, it's, it's are they respecting the player's time? And mm-hmm. when they do, they have found that people are willing to go, "Oh, okay, I got this for free. You respected my time. I'll buy I'll buy everything you have in the eververse.
3: Yeah, it's a, it's a thing that definitely can happen and it's um I, Genshin Impact is its a, just a really special game. I can't even tell you the amount of people who are like, I'm not really into anime or the way the anime stuff looks or I'm not really into RPGs at all, but I'm addicted to this game. And it's not just people saying, oh, you know, I'm sort of enjoying it. People are obsessed with the game. It's all they do. It's all they think about. It's got full cross-play so you can play with your friends no matter where they are. It's got cross-save between mobile and PC so, it's they kind of just are doing everything right at the moment. And today was also news that came out that said their next update is coming on November 11th, which is a day after Beyond Light and a day before a new consoles. So, it's not a great time, but they did <laughs> announce it. It is coming. And they're wow. going to do major updates every six weeks. Wow. Like what? new area, new characters, new story, new city. Oh, wow. Like a that is day.
1: amazing, though, because you can play on your computer and it's like, Oh, I got to go to work, but then you can just continue playing. Well, you're not supposed to at work, but you still play at work. <laughs> that's great. Right. You just don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, literally downloading it right now.
5: Yeah. I'll play it tonight. Well, you're going to download and then the downloader is going to download just so you know, that's what I'm doing now. I'm doing that part. <laughs> <laughs> caught me by surprise. I'm like, wait, am I downloading another game? Is, what, what? What? What's going on? They
3: update their game every day, too. Because they were like, oh, we found a bug. We're fixing it in tomorrow's update in one of our scheduled daily updates. I'm like, well, you're doing what? Okay, sure. Sounds great.
5: So I went to the website. I downloaded the game, and it brought up a splash screen and said, welcome to Tenua, download game. Then I went, <laughs> downloading... wait, didn't I just download the game? Am I downloading another game?
3: You download the launcher for the game to download the game. <laughs>
5: Anyone that's getting into this game, you download the launcher. That screen <laughs> to launch the download to the game. It's it's yeah. convoluted.
2: There but, are too many launchers out there now.
3: It's gonna get worse because I feel like the more games, that
5: have- Goku, it's not it's not it's not like an epic Steam thing. It's just yeah. it's an interface that that you can get the game with. It's mm-hmm. I, I get why. Yeah, well, the, the, I'm just looking
2: at my taskbar. And I have one, two, three, four, five. Know, it's ridiculous. Five launchers, and EA's releasing a new one now. <laughs> Oh, come it's on. Gonna, I'm
3: telling you, it's it's going to get worse because all of this like, cross-play, cross-save stuff, companies need to have their own, like Bungie does, right? Bungie, You have mm-hmm. your Bungie ID, and that's where all your stuff is saved. So I think more companies are just going to start making their own launchers because you're going to have mm-hmm. to have your own account with them in order to have cross-save and cross-play.
2: But having these elements are, are so important for kind of bringing us to, to the next topic we wanted to talk about is the next-gen consoles where mm-hmm. having cross-playing, cross-save is going to be so important. And I know a lot of games are really pushing. I know Bungie had mentioned right now we have cross-save and it is amazing with a new baby now. Being able to just continue my progress playing on my PS4 and then coming back to my PC and having everything just set up the way I want it to is amazing.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is. Only it thing needs to be a standard. The
0: only thing that stinks is having to buy it on, buy the same game on so many different mm-hmm. consoles.
2: Yeah. But if if they could do like a pack, so you buy it for. Say you buy a PS five and PC, we give you a reduced price because you're buying it twice, like a twenty percent discount type of thing.
3: It'd be cool if they could do that. It, it would unfortunately yeah. have to get the it would have to get like Steam on board and PS and Sony on board with that right. deal, and that's when things start falling through. Yeah. Absolutely,
0: mm-hmm. everybody wants a new of the console.
2: Pie. Yeah, with the new consoles recently, uh, Microsoft sent out a whole bunch of Xbox Series X to a whole bunch of YouTubers and and um journalists and Sony released a teardown of the PS5. Yeah, I think Digital Foundry did that. Uh I don't know if it was Digital Foundry or was it Sony directly that did the uh the teardown.
5: Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it was Sony directly that did it. Their their own engineer had trouble getting the side off. I heard that was the biggest chuckle chuckle yeah, out. <laughs> the guy that designed it was having trouble getting the side off of it. But yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: But a
2: lot of things came out uh with um kind of with Xbox with a backwards compatibility where one the games ran really well
5: and the load times were significantly improved. This and this is pre-production. Mhm. Now yeah, there's a, there's a lot to like about the uh the new PS5 architecture. I watched that teardown and um they're really putting a lot of emphasis on cooling. Oh, my gosh. That that cooler that, that's mm-hmm. pulled out of that? I think it's going it, to... It, it Apparently,
4: is going to run hot. <laughs> yeah. I've already, I've already... What are they doing? Attaching the, a freezer to it? Or what? Are, like <laughs> a massive heat sink. Yeah. Oh.
3: Yeah. The console is freaking huge. So... <laughs> is it? <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. for me, for my setup, the way it is, uh, my my media cabinet is behind another wall, so I kind of don't need to look at it. It's just stuffed into a closet.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. So I don't care what it looks like as long as it performs.
5: <laughs> yeah, I, and it, it looks like uh, Sony put a lot of money into the cooling of this, like the heat sink, the heat sink array on this thing alone was just absurd and then the the hamster wheel that they put in this to cool it off and then of course the liquid metal interface with uh, all the uh, system on chips how like, big of a console is it i'm still stuck on that
2: it's bigger than the uh, the series x
0: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> well, that's it's like a really let's say it's like the size of a
2: shoebox it's bigger uh, i think it's bigger than the original uh, ps3 like yeah the fat PS3. Okay, that's pretty big yeah. Oh, that was a beefy console. <laughs> yeah.
5: So, but yeah, they they put the effort in to keep this thing cool. And and again, like when they did the teardown, one of the things that I really uh, appreciated was uh, the expandable memory. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of controversy on here about, you know, Microsoft and their proprietary interface for the uh, mm-hmm. expansion uh Sony went with a industry standard um NVMe spec that as long as you can, if you can find the right drive with the right specifications, it'll work. And it's, it literally just plugs right in. It's not, it's not anything that you have to adapt or yeah. you, know, you have to go through.
2: Cause the Xbox made it ease of use. Right. Or you can have this module, you just stick it in and you're good to go, but you have to have the, the proprietary connection, which is, it, it's an NVMe drive as well. It's just, it's, kind of needs to have that enclosure
5: yeah and then that's the biggest gripe like a lot of people are going and again i appreciate it but you you know ps ps5 owners beware if you're going to buy an expansion drive on this do do your tear it down yeah make sure it meets the specs um and then microsoft said you know what we're not even going to deal with that if you're going to make them it's going to be for our proprietary interface so therefore it always meets the specs. If you're making a drive for this interface, it's going to meet the specs. And initially, the only vendor that was on board, I think, was Seagate. And mm. they were looking at uh, some pretty absurd prices, but uh, uh, news was announced recently that uh, that's going to be opened up to um, all drive manufacturers. So there's going to be plenty of options that meet that, okay. that, meet that interface and requirement. Because
2: so. right now is a really good time for, for any gamer where we're hearing more about these new consoles, they're going to be pushing kind of the envelope as much as I love playing on PC. Uh, a lot of the developments are made on console because that's kind of what's driving the market. And now these um, these new uh, GPUs are out. So the, the, the 3080, the 3090. And there was the issue lately with, um the uh thirty eighties, I think it was, where the, the cars were um were faulting because of some of the manufacturers cheaped out on some of the parts.
5: Yeah, the capacitors on
2: Yeah, it was and it was turboing and it couldn't keep up.
5: Right. And I'm a little like I'm a little Sus on the fix of that was, you know, NVIDIA released a driver update, which, uh, I mean, honestly, they probably just limited the it clock. They turned down the clock, the boost clock, most likely.
1: Xbox is sus. Vote them out. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I, saw I, the th- I saw the third round. I saw <laughs> the third I here.
5: Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's... that. <sighs> i'm sure that that it's all going to come out with you know whatever this driver fix was if you if you paid for a card that you're expecting these specs and the driver update to fix a fatal flaw is to underclock it and then now you're not getting what was advertised people are not going to be happy right but it's a it's a patch fix until you can get a, a proper rma process right and it's like mm. the, it it's not going to crash on you. No, we're not. We're giving you. We're giving you eighty five percent. But you're still playing. And then once we get all of this figured out and we get all the sourcing done, mm. we'll reach out. Hopefully, they reach out to you and go, "Okay, you guys who have this, let's go ahead and get you the replacements." And then we'll release the driver that unclocks everything. Mm. So
2: because mm. these new consoles, these new GPUs are just kind of pushing the envelopes. Yeah, and. I'm excited to see where things are going to go. I know Bungie had mentioned uh, not long ago that when Beyond Light comes out, people should delete and reinstall mm-hmm. Destiny 2 yeah. as a fresh install because they're changing a whole bunch of things in the
5: back end. Oh, should? No, it's not an option. It's the, the, the new update is going to be literally a reinstall of the entire new game.
3: And they're taking it offline at what seven Pacific, seven PM. So yeah. it's gonna be you're gonna be done. No, no evening gaming for anyone on the West Coast for sure.
2: Yeah, you cool. need to have a, a really good connection, and depending on what you're using, if you're playing on the
5: PS4, you're gonna be waiting for like a day.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> are they gonna allow any preloading? Yeah,
5: yes, they are. They're actually opening up the. Uh, the downloads are going to they're going to launch I, I believe 10 hours before launch so you can preload so yeah i mean i'm not going to play day 1 i already know the servers mm-hmm. are bombarded <sighs> yeah
2: cuz it's going to be well they're reducing the size of the install but it's still going to be
5: what 60 or 70 gigs that they're saying depending on the platform it's 50 to uh, 50 to 71 is what what i think i read
3: Ooh, that's still a lot. Yep. Mm.
4: Yeah. we're
5: still, all still a big
2: download.
4: Them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called you know worth it. We're all going to download it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't kid <get> yourself.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Might not
4: be downloading it immediately, you know, on yeah. Tuesday, but Wednesday, you know, it's going to end up getting downloaded. That's where I'm happy to have a fiber internet connection.
1: Good. <laughs> you
4: don't have fiber, do
1: you? Yeah, I do. I need more fiber in my life. <laughs> oh, <Our
4: brand>. waka waka.
1: <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. I'm here all night. Yeah, I knew that was coming next. I love it. <laughs> the waitresses try the veal. Yeah, but that kind
2: of finishes us, us off for tonight. So <laughs> it does. Uh, thank you so well, much. For dad us, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to finish on a dad joke.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's great. Right. That's the best Let's go
2: hey i'm flexing my dad jokes power all right
4: i,
1: love I
2: got it. a coffee mug for for father's day this year that is pretty much a dad joke and i love it because <laughs> it's friggin' hilarious
0: oh god i'm dead can't.
2: <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us tonight swats uh it was such yes a, a great show and to, to have you on so Tell everyone where they can kind of find you, where they can uh, follow you on Twitch or on, on Twitter.
3: Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me on. This was this was a really good time. So thank you. Uh, I am Miss5,000Watts, and you can just find me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Just look for Miss5,000Watts. Woo! Thank you, awesome. everybody.
1: Very nice. Thank you. Thank you.
4: It was you, such an honor. so much fun. It was yeah, great yeah. chatting with you.
5: If, if you can't find her there, follow the smell of Barbecued Briar
3: true yeah that always leads directly to me unfortunately you guys really need
2: to look at making that that barbecue uh kit
0: because
2: i really want to get one
3: <laughs> yeah i would love that i'm gonna And it'll spark it right up away.
2: my barbecue when it's winter and it'll be a perfect picture because <laughs> yes we canadians still barbecue during winter when it's full of snow <laughs> I'm I'm as well. i've done it on many occasions
5: I'm, um California boy, I have to go and see snow. I, it doesn't come to me.
1: comes out of the <laughs> freezer, doesn't it? <laughs> I will gladly grill and smoke in uh, in a foot of snow. It's all good.
4: Upstate New York, man. We're used to it. <laughs>
1: Actually, down in the city, you guys got it worse than
4: us this past year. You guys got slammed pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I'm in, you know, I'm in Staten Island. Nobody cares about that borough. Wow, <laughs> it's true. But on that note, Gosh. <laughs> thank you so much for
2: watching, everyone.
1: Yeah, have a good guys. night.
2: Take care. Yeah. Huh? Be Thanks well. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.